Hi everyone, I'm Taylor King, an MBA student with the University of West Florida. In this one time episode, I get the opportunity to dig deep into risk-taking and millennial entrepreneurship with my most favorite millennial entrepreneur and best friend, Terry Hughes. She's a graduate of the Florida Atlantic University and an entrepreneur as the co-founder of Girl Why Podcast. She is witty, ambitious, and totally fearless. After meeting Terry in this episode, you'll see how her podcast is a spotlight into her humor, straightforward humor, as she and her co-host Vanessa talk about a wide range of topics girls face in everyday life. When I first thought about this episode and who I'd like to interview, I, you know, Terry was the first person that came to mind. Um, she's straightforward with all things in life and no wonder why she's already hitting the ground running right after college, starting out with this uh, really awesome podcast, Girl Why. Today, we're going to delve into the complexities of entrepreneurship, risk-taking, vulnerability, all things it takes to be a great entrepreneur, all things Terry has already faced. Hopefully, she can shed some light on on how she's gotten through those issues and and some advice on how we can move forward with our thoughts. Alrighty, let's dig in. Hi, Terry. I Hi. want to welcome you to my one and only podcast episode. Thank you for joining me today. It's such a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm super excited that you would consider me for such an opportunity. So for background, I'm a compliance advisor with an investment firm and an MBA student who's intrigued about entrepreneurship. Like so many others, I have no idea what to do next with my career. So naturally, I'm turning to you, Terry, for advice. (laughs) Um, Would you mind telling listeners a little bit about you and your background before we get started? Yep. So I went to school down in South Florida. I got a bachelor's in sociology. Um, I don't really use it that much. (laughs) So I worked in marketing for six years at an automotive company and I didn't like it. (laughs) So, um, I actually started a podcast with the, with one of my former coworkers. So we've been doing that for about six months now. Girl Live podcast. Yes, ma'am. Amazing. I know. I'm so happy for you guys. Thank you. So I guess to begin though, I'm, I'm currently in a venture development class, um, The resources the professor provides, they're awesome. I'm a lover of all things that get my mind buzzing. My favorite are TED Talks, one particularly being um, Where Good Ideas Come From, from Steven Johnson. He basically says that ideas are networks, gathering of our environments, pieces of things we hear, see, and feel. So Terry, what do you think was the pivotal push from your environment that helped you come up with the Girl Wide podcast? Well, the pivotal pay- the pivotal push, I think, was an equally dire hatred of where me and my co-host were working at the time. So the, yeah. to generalize the podcast, I would put it in more of a comedy category where we discuss corporate America, corporate America etiquette, restaurant etiquette, all the way to dating horror stories, and basically just all workplace nightmares because we were constantly saying, this is like the office, but way worse. Like this can't be real. <laughs> right. And y'all are hilarious. Thank you. So funny. 
So, I mean, the glass ceiling was very real and, you know, sexual harassment is very real, especially with women in a male dominated business like automotive was. So, yeah, the things that they would say were just absurd. And it's one of those things like, is this real life? (laughs) Right. And then you're questioning, like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Right. Like, you guys don't take me seriously. Why am I? Because you spend more time at the office than you do at your house. And six years went by and I was still there, still unhappy. And I'm like, this can't be it. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't enough for me. Right. So I actually went into my um, annual review, this past one, um, the more recent one. And when I disagreed with some of where I got knocked on the review, you know, my boss shot back with, you think anybody can't be pretty and smile. And oh I'm God. like, I can't wait to talk about you people on a podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So like literally your, your network, your whole environment was the reason for your podcast. Yes, definitely. And I'm, we, neither of us work there anymore, but I mean, the memories are still like full force. <laughs> oh, for sure. And then you just hear it all the time in friend groups too, about their nightmare stories mm-hmm. of their situations. And you just think, how is this Okay. And why aren't we talking about it? But then you guys make it so funny and, you know, approachable. And you guys talk about the scenarios. So you, you do a great job, too, by the way. If it wasn't Corona, I would still be going to, like, workplace happy hours with people that I don't even work with just to hear their stories about their day. Because oh, that is where oh, you yeah. talk content. <laughs> I That's what you do with coworker happy hours. Definitely. They're the best. So... Um, I don't know if you listened to the video, but Steven Johnson then goes on to say that these collection of, you know, these hunches that we have of our environments, of these ideas that we get, um, they form formulate this big idea. So, I mean, do you think that Girl Why Podcast is your big idea or do you think it's one of the hunches that then format, you know, the full idea in future. I mean, it would be ideal if it takes off and we're able to monetize it the way that we want to, to where it would be right. a, a comfortable income for both of us. But if that's not the case, everything that I've learned, I keep saying, I'm going to have a really awesome resume because I've learned more about marketing. Cause when you're marketing yourself, you actually have passion in it as opposed to doing marketing for someone else. Like I was doing in the past. Such key, right? Huge key. <laughs> right. So I know that, you know, I don't think we're planning on quitting the podcast anytime soon. I mean, God hoping or God willing, it would morph into something else or something bigger, but we're just taking it day by day and trying to grow it as much as we can with the resources that we have available. It's funny that you say, and I love that you said it, is that, you know, passion is what drives you. I mean, that's truly what it is. The whole thing about entrepreneurship is you've got to find something that you're passionate about so that it fuels your drive and you keep going with it. Right. So we know, I mean, I know you left your professional job to focus on this endeavor, which is incredible. I mean, I want to say that you're an inspiration at that feat alone. That's, you know, the first huge hump you have to get over. Um, But there is a lot to unpack in doing that. So, you know, I'm going to try to keep it minimal. But at what point did you feel ready to fully commit to Girl Why podcast? Well, the, the dire hatred of what I was doing wasn't enough. <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> I had to get myself to a place where I had the financial freedom to be able to take the time off to actually focus on it. Um, yeah. Because the reality is I have a dog and she has to eat and I have a mortgage I have to pay. So 
<laughs> so I wasn't able to just like live out of a box and get my microphone out. But um, said by a true millennial. <laughs> yeah. So the company that I was working for, um, I own partial stock in the company and they actually sold about a year ago. So I was able to, you know, stack up a little bit of a savings that let me reset, learn some new skills and just pursue my interests. And I mean, I remind myself every day because there's times where you're like, is this even worth it? Is it going to go anywhere? I remind myself that a lot of people have dreams and like, you don't always get the opportunity to like grab it by the reins and pursue it. So that's why right. I try to stick with it. I mean, that's incredible. I, it's You're fearless. I've always known that you were fearless. <laughs> Thank so, you. So, but you you touched on constraints, right? You've, you've got all these constraints that you're working with and you have to remind yourself that regardless of them, we've got to keep going. But it's funny because constraints force people out of their comfort zone. Um, you know, having restricted time and money, for example, drives the out of the box thinking, um, which it, it does. I, I agree with that. But Peter Demantis has the coolest job ever as a CEO of X Prize Foundation. He runs these sort of Darwinian competitions where he pays only one winner who has the best innovative idea. Peter says that when people are hyper constrained or without resources such as money or time, they come up with the most innovative ideas. Um, I know now that you've devoted your career to Girl Why podcast, you know, again, huge constraints there. Do you feel hyper constrained in any way? There is, I would say there's a financial pressure of, well, obviously living off my savings while I'm trying to monetize it. But I think more is outside pressure of, you know, when we hit certain milestones that are exciting to us, like let's say, you know, 25,000 downloads is one that we hit recently. And Ooh, congratulations. So I'll, That's awesome. I'll tell my parents or my dad about it and he'll be like, great, when you start making money. <laughs> ah. So it's like having to explain that nothing's an overnight success. And unless yeah. you know someone that has a huge platform, you when you're building it from scratch, these things take time. So it's not like you're going to be rolling in the money. So when you get little gigs, like a, like a $20 ad space, like that's a big deal. That's the first one out of hopefully many. And then the more downloads you get, the more that people are going to pay to use your platform as, you know, promotion for whatever they are selling. Right. So it's the pressure from just outside explaining it because it doesn't make sense to a lot of people, especially parents. It's not their generation. And I get that. You couldn't have said it better. I mean, honestly, I think for me personally, the reason I'm I'm so scared to take the risk on certain things is just because I'm scared to fail, you know, and and it is that pressure that you're holding up. But it's funny through this class that I'm taking, uh, like I said, venture development, it's, you know, I'm learning nothing but the risk is what, you know, the risk and the fail failure specifically is what you need to, you know, appreciate. It's the failure that brings you to become successful. So I'm, I'm, I'm learning through that too. And I just, you know, I look at you and I'm like, you're killing it. You're doing it and you're doing great and you're doing it daily and you're passionate about it. So, you know, that's inspiration to me. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think there's, I mean, there's not a way to fail as long as you keep going, because like I mentioned earlier, I'm still going to walk away with a whole new skill set from doing this. And- yeah. 
back when I was trying to leave my job and kind of doing both, I was on a few job interviews for companies I didn't have any interest in working with at the time. I was kind of waiting on the acquisition of my company to go through, to be honest. So I was just interviewing ideas. And when I would tell them, you know, I do this on the side, it's more of a hobby than anything. They would, they would ask, you know, well, how many hours a week do you spend writing? How many like hours do you spend recording? Um, how many followers did you build from scratch? Like they asked all of those questions. And then all it did is make me realize that I wasn't spending enough time a week on my writing, wow. on our recording. So I'm like, wow, they made me right. feel like <laughs> I can do much more and I need the time to do that. Oh, for sure. It's, you know, at first it's a delicate balance, but once you realize that you can do it, you know what I mean? And, and you have that passion to do it, you know, you go all right. In. That's awesome. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, okay. So just to digress a bit here, I know I, I talked about Ted talks and, and those being my favorite, but my favorite to date is Victoria Labombs about her idea of risk forward. Um, we kind of briefed on risk a little bit, but she believes that the unknown is nothing but potential. So us talking about, you know, do we do it? Should we do it? We're not sure where it's going to lead. That unknown is everything. That is the potential to step into a void without taking an easy way out. Um, back to my point about, you know, that that failure, the idea of failure. It's that void and that uncomfortable you know, that you're uncomfortable for a little while, but that's good. You learn the most there. Victoria says that risk forward is to go forth a little off balance. So you're not sure what you're doing. You're not sure how to do it, but you put your heart first and you keep going into the dark. Um, She believes that's going to bring you the most success and happiness at the same time. Um. So to me, though, she's essentially saying be vulnerable, you know, to go into the dark, to not know what you're doing and to be okay with that is to be vulnerable. So, Terry, did you ever feel as though you were totally vulnerable at any point within your venture, you know, startup in the progression and the growth, any of it with Girl Why podcast? Um, yeah, I felt vulnerable because we kind of branched off from our normal topics and we were reaching out to people from, I don't know if you're familiar with the show 90 day fiance. Yeah. So we had a few cast members from the show um, as featured guests. So to get them on the podcast, basically you're just winging it and you're contacting their PR people and then hoping that someone responds. And we didn't have a lot of followers at the time so you don't think anyone's going to respond but eventually like one person says yes and two people say yes so that was vulnerable for me to reach out to those people in the dark like you have to not like worry that someone's going to like be rude to you and say leave me alone never contact me again because eventually someone's going to say yes so like I it's kind of like cold calling per se which I've never liked in any industry Right. Oh, it's the right. So that definitely made me feel vulnerable because it's a fear of rejection. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, but just to have the podcast entirely, do you feel vulnerable to, you know, speak your mind and, and maybe have those people who are not in support of your thoughts or, you know, you know, what, whatever you have to say. Yeah. People can be very cool (laughs) at the end of the day. So like, how do you block that out? Um, I'm still learning. My co-host is way better at it than me. And she's basically explains like, you know, when you go shopping and there's a designer, 
you're not going to like everything that that designer makes, but it doesn't make the product bad. It's just not for everyone. And that's completely fine. So yeah, that's how I try to look at it. Cause I take things so personally. I'm like, what? A one-star review. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course this is your baby. You know what I mean? And it's like, gosh, you can't say anything bad about my baby, you know? Um, wow, though, the designer analogy that that's really good. Good. Yeah, I think stuff. that's my favorite. Because, <laughs> oh, I can sure. love something. And- I mean, because you know, you go anywhere and you walk in and you're like, you don't love everything 100% of the time. Yeah, I love Madewell, but I'm not going to like all of their jeans. So <laughs> <laughs> they're not all going right. to be you know, good point. Well, that's awesome. I, I, I think for me personally, vulnerability is something I work on you know, day in and day out every single day. And I think, you know, the one thing that I tell myself personally every day is that, you know, not everybody's going to love what you have to bring to the table. And, you know, just to remind yourself of that is what you do on a daily basis with your podcast. So that's really cool to know. Thank you. So do you have any advice for those with, you know, these great ideas that maybe they've, they've thought of like you did within your work environment Um, you know, and they feel as though they're going into the dark. What advice do you have to give to that person that's, you know, on the brink? I think what a lot of people struggle with is they have a good idea and they jump into it blindly, not knowing the time that it's going to take. And then they quit. Like I, you know, there's a little podcast community and like, they'll follow you, you'll follow them or whatever, like, Hey, subscribe. And 90% of them I've seen in six months are done. Like they quit like almost as soon as they get started because they're like, Oh, no one listens to me or I'm wasting my time. You have to actually plan out the resources it's going to take and make a, and have a dedicated partner because I couldn't do it by myself. So I know her name, my podcast partner's name is Vanessa. I was like, Vanessa, if you're going to ask me to do this, like I don't quit when I start something. So I need to know you're as dedicated as I am. So like we have an LLC, we got a lawyer to split that, like at any assets 50, 50. So like we're in it, in it. And wow. yeah, so we wanted to make sure that, you know, we were both on the same page with that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's huge. Uh, just formatting the business is huge, but it's so, you know, interesting to hear you say that in your podcast community recently, you've had so many people drop out. Do you think that has to do with COVID? Um, you know, with people just being bored at home and maybe I know a lot of people, uh, unfortunately, have lost their jobs. Do you think that maybe that was the drive or influx towards podcasting for a I minute? I think that there? definitely did cause a huge spike. But I think, you know, on yeah. social media these days, like everybody is a blogger and everybody wants to be an influencer and they start and then they quit. Like, so if if you're going sure. to do something, any any type of freelance, anything, you have to have the self-drive to keep pushing or it's not going to work out. And then that would be considered a failure if you start something and you just quit it right away. Absolutely. Gosh, that's, I think for me, that's one of my biggest, uh, I'm scared of that. I'm scared to give something a hundred percent and me not getting what I, you know, think that I deserve out of it and I quit. And that's just not how you start anything to your point. You have to build that momentum with the passion, take on those risks, Mm -hmm. right. And go fully vulnerable. You have to, you almost have to enjoy being vulnerable. (laughs) I'm still getting there. (laughs) I mean, you're doing it though. Like every day you're doing it and it's just such an inspiration and you, 
y'all's content is really Thank great. You. So you mentioned um, about the 90 day fiance and all of not necessarily issues, but you know, your cold calling was that, would you say that's the hardest part at this point in time that you're facing within your podcast? Like having to get the, these big names on the podcast? Um, I think what scares me the most is running out of like content, which I know sounds ridiculous, but just because we're not out there gathering it, like I know that we could go get more interviews if we want to, but I found that like um, a lot of our lists, like our download trends, like people like our fetish episodes the most, you know, people love listening to people talk about sex. So, I mean, if that's what drives listens, like we have to like produce more of that content and it's like at one point are you going to run out? So you kind of have to recycle material a little bit, like, because if, you know, if you have a weekly podcast, we have, we already are at 40 episodes. So, I mean, people who are trying to find a new podcast to listen to, like, they're probably not going to scroll all the way back to your first one. So you kind of have to recreate content a little bit there and keep it creative and fun. So that scares me a little bit more than having the interviews because, yeah, it's it's our own content, you know, like people are going to see 90 Day Fiance or Married at First Sight if they want to because of something they saw on TV that they didn't like. But like at the end of the day, this is like our thing, our baby, our name on it. So the creativity can get difficult, I would imagine. Especially though, you know, a lot of people forget that as an entrepreneur, you are in customer service. You know, you have to give the people what they want if you want to maintain your strategy, your business plan. So, yeah, I could imagine the creativity aspect of it being difficult just in general. I mean, COVID's been hard for many things, um, but one being that we have to sit inside all the time. So, you know, we're, we're losing that human aspect of getting out there and getting, you know, to meet people. So I could see yeah, that. Like for how sure. am I going to get people's horrific dating stories if no one's going out and dating? <laughs> right. Gosh, that is, that's a good question. But I guess for you guys, you, I don't know how you do it. I don't, I mean, you stay very on par with what, you know, everybody wants to hear. I certainly enjoy listening. So I think you're doing a great job. But anyways, so before we leave today, did you want to say anything to close out any piece of advice that, you know, after all of what you've been through, anything that you would say as a piece of advice for others out there looking to start, start up their own Um, One thing, the last thing, just don't be surprised at the people who aren't going to support you. Like, cause not everybody is. And don't let it burn bridges or burn relationships because of it. Just, I mean, when they are an entrepreneur and they start their own business, just be like, um, you didn't support me and don't reshare any of their stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. So yeah, like, it's just one of those things back to our point that's being vulnerable. Like not everybody's gonna love what you do, love who you are, but you've got to be okay with it. I mean, don't let it like ruin Thanksgiving dinner because your aunt Diane didn't reshare your post. Like (laughs) it's like people don't, you know, you're going to find that a lot of people aren't going to take what you're doing seriously, that it could be a profession because, and it's not because they don't have faith in what you're doing. It's because they don't really understand it. So, I mean, don't let that hold you back. Right. We are millennial (laughs) entrepreneurs, so we can't expect everyone. I know. Why don't you love this? 
<laughs> Why don't you love it? Just listen. It's funny. I, it's so funny. When you first started podcasting, I was telling my mom, listen, listen to our podcast. She's hilarious. And my mom's like, what is a podcast? <laughs> She's like, I don't know about listening in on someone talking to me through my car when I'm driving. I'm like, mom, that's the whole point. You know, like, just give it a listen. And I've tried time and time again. She just doesn't, it's like a different generation. And I hate to get generational like that and say, you know, they don't, some people just don't understand, but it's true. I think technology is advancing. And I do think that it's advancing so far and fast that people can't. Yeah. My parents had no idea what a podcast was either. So (laughs) you're not alone. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, Terry, thank you a million times over for being the very subject of this episode and the subject of this whole <laughs> podcast. I wish you the very best with Girl Eye Podcast and wanted to congratulate you on being brave and becoming your own boss. I know you're going to do and achieve remarkable things. So thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you for so being much for here. having me. I hope any someone out there is inspired by this one day. <laughs> See y'all, I told you Terry was awesome. I hope everyone listening today is going to leave with some new perspective on risk-taking from a real-life millennial entrepreneur. But before I really let you go, I wanted to pose you with a question that I feel is freeing. What would you do with your life if you knew that no matter what you did, you'd succeed 100% of the time? Interesting, really. I also wanted to let you know that if you're looking for a good podcast that will brighten your day and make you laugh, give Girl Why Podcast a listen. I've provided all of the links to her handles below on social media as well as her website and where to listen if you wanted to. I've also provided links to all of the mentions of TED Talks, uh, other professionals and creatives mentioned in this podcast, giving credit where credit is due. Thank you all for listening, and whatever you do in this world, I wish you the courage to do it well. Have a good one.